Good morning everyone, today we are going to talk about the Hubble Space Telescope. Probably the vast majority of you will not know what it is or what it is used for, but we are going to discover it below. Hubble is one of the most renowned space telescopes in modern astronomy that orbits outside the Earth atmosphere. In a circular orbit around planet here at 593 kilometers above sea level, with an orbital period between 96 and 97 minutes. It has that name because it is named in honor of the astronomer Edwin Hubble, who put it into orbit on April 24. In 1990, on the STS-31 mission as a joint project between NASA and the European Space Agency, inaugurating the Great Observatory Program. You probably are wondering what it is for, since it is not only a powerful telescope, but it also has cameras that allow scientists to see objects that are billions of light years away. Hubel uses solar panels for power scientists. In Greenbelt, Maryland, monitor the radio signals. The advantage of having a telescope below the distortion produced by the Earth's atmosphere is due to the fact that in this way the effects of atmosphere turbulence can be eliminated. In addition, the atmosphere significantly absorbs electromagnetic radiations at certain wavelengths, especially in the infrared, reducing the quality of the image and making it impossible to accurate spectra in certain bands. Terrestrial telescopes are also affected by meteorological factors, such as the presence of clouds and light pollution generated by large urban settlements, which reduce the possibilities of locating terrestrial telescopes. Did you know that Hubel could be visited by astronauts on so-called service missions? Well, yes, during service missions you could fix broken elements, install new instruments and also raise the orbit of the telescope. Five service missions were carried out that were called SM-1, SM-2, SM-3A, SM-3B and SM-4. The last one took place in May 2009. And in it, the most dramatic improvement of Hubble's instrumental capacity took place when two new instruments were installed that were called WFC3 and COC. Another two were repaired that were ACS and STES. And another one improved that was called FGS. Its scientific successor is the James Webb Space Telescope that it's also known as GWST, which launched in December 2021. Now we are going to discuss
describe technically what a Hubble telescope is. Hubble has a mass of about 11 tons in its cylindrical inside with a length of 13.9 meters and a maximum diameter of 4.2 meters. Hubble is a reflector-type telescope and its primary mirror has a diameter of 2.4 meters. For the exploration of the sky, it currently incorporates four instruments with the capacity to obtain images and spectra. A spectrogram and three fine grid sensors that can act in interferometers. To generate electricity, two solar panels are used to power the cameras. The four motors used to orientate and stabilize the telescope, the calling equip equipment for the instruments and the telescope's electrons electronics. Likewise, Hubel has recharged batteries from the solar panels that allow it to use the stored electricity when the Earth eclipses the Sun, or when the orientation of the solar panels is inappropriate. Initially, a failure in the polishing of the telescope primary mirror made by Perkin Helmer produced scraggly out-of-focus image because its outer edge was flatter than sped, only for under threads of a millimeter, causing spectacle aberrations. After this terrible negligence, it had to wait three years for a main shuttle that was called the STS-1611 to install an optical correction system capable of correcting the primary mirror defect. Called Coastal and also a Coastal initials in English for corrective optics as axial replacing space telescope, rearching the resolution specification initial improve. If you are thinking about its price, it is a really high. The cost of Hubel was in 1990 about 2.8 billion dollars. Are you interested in knowing how many missions this telescope carried out so far? The first service mission, the SM-1, was carried out with the satellite date board, the STS-61, in December of the 1993 year, and lasted 10 days. The SM-1 plan was strongly conditioned by the spherical aberration detected three years earlier in the primary mirror. The two most important repairs were the replacement of the high spectrometer, the HSP with the coastal, corrective opticals and the installation of the wide angle and planetary camera too. The WFPC2, the original camera, the WFPC. The purpose of Coastal was to achieve the quarried focus of the other three original axial instruments of the telescope, the faint obvious camera 
or also known as the FOC, the Faint Object Extractive Hole, or the FOC, and also the Goddard High Resolution Spectrogram, or also known as the HERS. The WFPC2 already incorporated its own correction for the effects of the sterical aberration of the primary mirror. In addition, two new solar panels, four gyroscopes, two electrical control units, two magnetometers, and a new one board computer were installed. Finally, the HST's orbit was raised for the first time since it launched. The second servicing mission was carried out with the satellite discovery, the STS-82 in February 1997. Two exercising instruments, the HARS and the FOC, were replaced by two new ones, the Space Telescope Imagines Spectrograms, STES, and the Near Infrared Multigram Object Camera, and spectrometer NECMOC. A tape that a stronger system was replaced with a solid state when thermal instruction was repaired and the telescope's orbit was raised. NECMOC is refrigeration system didn't perform as specific, reducing its life plan from 4.5 years to 2 years. The third servicing mission was carried out with the Space Shuttle Discovery, the STS-103, in December 1999. The fifth servicing mission was carried out with the Shuttle Atlantic, STS-155, in May 2009. This was the last servicing mission and it lasts around 11 days. Seven crew members participate in it with the aim of repairing and adding new instruments to the telescope. Ten. And on June 14, in the year 2006, the advantage camera for Sarpenish, the ACS, one of the instruments considered critical on the telescope stopped working. The cost was an exclusive voltage in the main power supply circuit that was corrected by acting the backup system. On June 13, the axe returns to work correctly. On October 31, the NASA administrator Michael the Rifflin and use approval for a system mission. On January the 17th in the next year, the ACS stopped working again due to a short circuit in the ACS. At first, it was thought that the damage was irreversible for all its detectors, three in total. On February of the same year, it was possible to revive one of them remotely, the SBC Solar Blind Channel, and the managed mission carried out in 2009 managed to repair another detector, the WFC, 
and also known as wide field channel. However, the third detector, the high resolution channel, or also known as the HCR, continues to be inoperative. Rescued by retired technicals on June 13 of the year 2021, Hubel's pilot computer with controls and cooperates the telescopes on board science instruments suddenly failed when the main computer stopped receiving the signal from the pilot computer it automatically put all of Hubel scientists instruments into sleep mode all attempts by the team to reboot the crisis computer through the main computer failed while important Hubel complements were installed in duplicate just in case the backward computer had never been used since the telescope loads in 1990, to be sure, Singatul, Hubel's emergency team leader, assumed some former employers as repairing a telescope built in the 1980s, required employers knowledge of the entire history of Hubel. Former employers who had already been involved in the construction of the telescope were still familiar with the old control and data processing unit of the payload computer. Other NASA retires from the Decephic Cloud to the correct producing original Hubble documents that were 13 to 14 years old. Thanks to the joint effort, the Stanley computer was successfully commissioned on Jan 15 after an enforced five week hitus. Two days later, the instruments again provide fascinating photos of distant galaxies, beginning with two merning galaxies in Capricorn, with three spiral arms. Thus, the space telescope was back in full operation thanks to the help of NASA retires. And we have already researched the end of the podcast. If you want to continue learning about the space on this channel, there is another podcast about Jupiter that is very interesting.